Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our episode Instagram at Happy and Single. Today is episode 58, and it's entitled One Day We Will We Will Run Out of Tomorrows. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes it feels like we just have endless days. We feel that our life is going to go on forever and that we're never going to die. And then every so often we have an experience in our own lives or in the life of somebody that we care about that shows us that's not the case. And they say the only thing certain in life is death and taxes. Guys, every single one of us will die. Sometimes, you know, it, people know that it's going to happen. Other times it's sudden. But that's the only fact in life is that we're going to die. You know, just a few days ago, I had the chance to go to a friend's funeral. He was about 40 years old. I hadn't seen him in you know probably twenty years, but he grew up on the street away a, a street away from me. None of us knows when it's going to be our time. And, and and this guy like he really did. He lived a very very full and wonderful life. But I find especially those those opportunities kind of get us to sit down and think what am I doing with my life now I think we can also go to the extreme it's like oh my goodness this person had you know this type of an impact on everybody else and we're like I'm I'm not having that big an impact on you know the world as I want to have and we can actually start almost going down a rabbit hole um, thinking we're just not doing good enough in life and that's not the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this podcast today is really to just remember that we have we have an expiration date. But what do you want to do in the meantime? You know, in Avicii's song, The Nights, he says, I want to be remembered for the life that I live, not for the, mem- not for the money that I made. Well, those words have a different ring to him when he's gone. He's been gone now for a few years. None of us know. So what are you going to do in the meantime? You know, there's a popular poem that comes to my mind called The Dash. And the gist of it is that dash between your birth and your life, or the birth, your birth and your death on your, on your tombstone. That dash is your life. You know, and, and Steve Jobs said... At, at a commencement address one time, you know, if he wakes up too many days in a row and doesn't answer the question of, you know, basically, 
The question being, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? If, the di- if today were the last day of your life, would you want to do what you're about to do today? And he said if he answered that question no too many times, in a, too many days in a row, then he would need to readjust his priorities. I think so much of our life really isn't based on what we want to do. It's based on what we've done for so many years. It's based on our habits. You know, I, I love the movie Click with Adam Sandler where he's able to use this remote and he's able to skip certain parts of his life that he doesn't really enjoy. But what happens is every time that he skips a part of his life, the remote is an intelligent remote and it goes on autopilot and it skips that part of his life forever. And in a matter of not very long, you know, he's, 50 years old and, you know, at his own, at his own kid's wedding. You know, and, and they kind of make the, his family kind of makes the statement that he really was, he was kind of like he was there, but he wasn't really there because he was kind of just, he would just show up as out of it. Well, how engaged are we being in our lives, guys? I think one of the things as single people especially is we just want to wait for this period of time to be over <laughs> until until the really good part happens, you know, until we find the get married, have have the wife and kids and all that wonderful stuff that comes with it. You know the funny thing though right now is every one of us has so much more time than we will when we do have our person. You know, I, I remember a friend that recently got married that kind of shared something ex- to the extent of, oh my goodness, you know, where I just got married to the person, but you know, he's, he, they've got kids and, and she's got kids and, and it's just like a giant production every day because they have so much to do. I think one of the biggest things the adversary does with us is either gets us to doubt or especially just gets us to not, I don't know, just gets us in these routines and these habits that aren't the best for us. And gets us so focused on what we don't have that we don't pay attention to what we do have. You have this day. That's all you got. I remember a story in, it was one of Dale Carnegie's books. I think it was in How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And he talks about living in day-tight compartments. What if you just lived for today? I mean, do you really have to pay off that massive debt that you have right now? Do you really have to find the person of your dreams today? Maybe you could just give yourself a little bit of a break. And at the same time, like we do, we only have so many tomorrows. You know, I love the song from Rent, 525,600 minutes. 
how do you measure a year in the life? How do you measure your year? I mean, how do you measure your day even? Do you look back and, you know, write down what television programs you watched that day? Or do you write down the cool stuff that you created? Or have you got to the point that you don't even want to think about tomorrow's? You're just barely surviving today. You know, oftentimes when we get caught up in habit or our thinking, it's simply a matter of, you know, I heard worry is a misuse of our imagination. There are so many things in the world that I don't control. There are so many things in the world that you don't control. So why do we pretend that we have to? Why do we pretend that we have to control the world when we do a lousy job at controlling the world? Mavis Karn said, it usually occurs to me what the next step is, what the next step is shortly after I quit trying to figure it out. Guys, when we stop trying to figure out the world, when we stop trying to have to figure out every little detail of our life, it unfolds. We're worried about so many things that we have zero control over. I mean, for example, that person that you might be super interested in that might not be interested in you. You have no control over their thoughts. You have no control over their desires. The only thing you can do is make yourself as attractive as possible. And, and I do, I think some of us spend, myself definitely included, guys, so much time pining, really sitting on a pine bench and waiting for our lives to happen. And then after a while of sitting down and waiting, we realize, oh, well, nothing's happening. And you know, no, nothing's really moving forward. And after a while, we get off the bench and we start working again. There's no judgment if you guys are in that place. Every one of us is in that place at differing times. You know, the other thing that strikes me as I, I was just pulling up that quote on Instagram is how much we care what other people think about us instead of focusing on the life that we really want to live. I happened to watch a part of an old show the other day and, and the thought struck me, like, I don't really care anything about these people. But I'm guessing back in the day, they thought, oh man, I want, I want everybody to like me. I want, everybody, I want everybody to look at me. You know, for me, guys, what I really want to do in life is create an impact in the world. Create an impact in helping people live this life of this guided life. This guided life from the place of you're literally guided every moment and you follow it. And as a result, your life becomes amazing and incredible and awesome. What if we took time each day? And ask ourselves honestly, like, am I on the path that I want to be on? Did I do better today than I did yesterday? 
the small and simple things are the big things. You know, and sometimes it works out really well for you, and other times it doesn't. But regardless, as you move forward, you learn, you grow. You know, every single one of us, we have hopes, we have dreams, we have things that we really want to have, want to happen in our lives, but we're not working towards them. You know, some very powerful words that were said by a Stoic years ago, where if you want to write, if you want to be a writer, write. If you want to be a singer, sing. If you want to be anything, be that. We do, we get distracted by the humdrum of life, the things that we have to deal with, and also the things that we put on ourselves. Instead of just simply saying, you know what, what is it that I really, really want? What is it that I want more than anything in the world right now? If I could become anything, what would I become? If I knew I had limited tomorrows, how would I spend my todays? What is the impact that you want to create in the world? I, I want you to actually imagine that, you know, it's years down the road, hopefully, and everybody's at your funeral. What do you want them to be saying about you? How do you want people's lives to be different as of having known you? You know, one of the things that I at least noticed yesterday, you know, after the, you know, the funeral had happened the day before was I wanted to just show a little bit more kindness to each person. Even if I just talked with them for a moment or two, even if, you know, I also found myself giving people like huge hugs as well. Everybody you come into contact with in life wants something. Everybody you come into contact with has goals, has desires, but so do you. Are you moving forward on those things that you want to create? You know, I was thinking about, I was watching the the uh, Cardinal, Arizona Cardinals football game. Yes, we won. But I was watching the Arizona Cardinals football game, and I say we like I was on the team. I'm not, of course. <laughs> and, I, and one of the things I noticed is how, actually, I was watching SportsCenter, and I was just seeing how all the different teams reacted to their wins. You know, the Cardinals won and they've won, they have the best record in the NFL right now. And so they won the game and it was like nothing. Whereas the Detroit Lions, they won their very first game at the very last second. And oh my goodness, it was like they'd won the Super Bowl. I, I think they, they might have even popped champagne in their, in their dressing room. Because they were working so hard to get that one single win. You know, some teams are in rebuilding, like the Detroit Lions, which have probably been in, in rebuilding for quite some time. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, please don't hate me. 
that that's just what we've seen as far as their schedule. Well, some of our lives have been in the rebuilding stage for a long time. And maybe you get that new client and you get so excited. Or maybe you're, you're kind of middle of the road and so wins, they're exciting, but they're not as exciting. Or maybe you're making a comeback. Or maybe you've had a rough, a rough patch, kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs did up until their last five games. You know, but I think so often we spend more time comparing where we're at on our journey to somebody else's journey. Instead of simply asking the question, what do I want to create? What, what do I want to create today? How do I want my life to be different today than it was yesterday? Do you know how many good ideas that we get? Because we, have, we really do have this inner guidance. And this guidance guides, guides us in everything. It's been urging you, this, the Spirit's been urging you over and over and over, gently though, with gentle nudges, to take an action. What's that action it's been guiding and directing you to take? You know, I, I realized the other day how I have been given the exact mentors I need, both which I'm incredibly grateful for to help me get where I want to be in life. And you know what? We forget. There's a great poem that's, you know, it's called Father Forgets. You guys can look it up if you'd like, but it, it basically just talks about how we forget. You know, and how a parent forgets, you know, when a kid is acting up and, and how the parent gets frustrated. You know, and it's interesting because I'm, I'm guessing some of you out there, <clears throat> you have, you know, certain people that have certain expectations of you. It, and it's so funny because, you know, parents are like, oh, I want, I, you know, I, I think you're going to do this with your life or I think you're going to do this other with your life. And the funny thing is when we realize that we do it too. It's like the other, just the other day I was looking at something and I realized that it was actually a picture of my nephew playing guitar. And I realized in that moment, moment that I kind of been a little bit pushing him towards playing guitar and, you know, and he hadn't. Now he'll, he'll play sometimes when I'm at his house to, just to play. Or he'll you know, want to play just because I'm there at least for a few minutes. But you know what he really enjoys is soccer. And so I realize I do it too. I never realized that. I honestly never realized that, oh my goodness, I also... Well, now that I say that, I'm, I'm actually thinking of all the times I've thought of what somebody else should do with their lives. You know, and so when somebody thinks we should do something with our life different... We just have to understand and recognize that, hey, in their world, that looks like the right thing for us to do. But we have to trust ourselves and we have to trust our God. You get to decide the direction that you want to go. There's a quote by a religious leader of mine named Jeffrey R. Holland. 
And he says, don't you quit. You keep walking. You keep trying. There is hope and happiness ahead. Some blessings come soon. Some come late. And some don't come until heaven. But for those who embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ, they come. It will be all right in the end. Trust God and believe in good things to come. I just love that. Don't you quit. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what's the biggest challenge that you're facing in your life, but don't you quit. Because one day we we will run out of tomorrows. You will run out of tomorrows. There's a great quote I love in the, in the movie Big Daddy. It says, you got to kick butt while there's butt to be kicked. Right now is your opportunity. And even as the Bible talked about, we shouted for joy at the joy and the excitement of the opportunity to come to this earth in, in all of its craziness. We wanted to have this experience, and now that we're here, some of us don't want to have this experience anymore. You're just getting caught up in your thinking. Whatever you're going through seems so real at this time that you can't see anything else. Just take a moment in peace and quiet and let the Spirit teach you what it has for you. There is something so powerful about continuing to hope, continuing to believe in good things to come. It's like we all love stories. Well, I love stories of underdogs. One really cool story of an underdog is the guy that wrote The Ultimate Gift. His name is Jim Stovall. So he's a motivational speaker and he's an author. And you know what? He is blind. Like, he is completely blind from what I understand. And for us, like, he's figured out how to get through his challenges. He's figured out how to get through his doubt, how to get through his disbelief, and he's created an amazing life. You know, that that quote's often said about, if any of us could put put our challenges on a table and see everybody else as we'd pick our own up pretty quickly. But it's interesting because the adversary makes us feel like they're so big, they're so challenging, they're so daunting. And it gets us to stop. And then we even think, oh, well, tomorrow I'll get back at it. Tomorrow I'll get back at it. Well, hey, I don't know about you guys. It's like, eh, tomorrow I'll play the guitar. Tomorrow I'll play the guitar. And then 10 years later, it's like, oh, whoa. And then you hear a story about a little eight-year-old girl that just practiced the guitar for the past, you know, eight years or so, a half hour a day. And now she can play the hardest songs known to man. (laughs) And you almost have to laugh, otherwise you'd cry. You're like, oh my goodness, that could have been me. So what? 10 years from now is the only thing you can focus on. The only thing you can focus on is today. Well, that's helpful. It doesn't help us to focus on all the things and the areas that we messed up. It just doesn't, guys. I 
we have to trust ourselves. And we have to trust our God and we have to move forward in what we really want to do. I mean, what do you want to do today? Where do you want your life to be in 10 years? Well, if you want to, if you want to be a rock star, I happen, to re- I, I happen to recommend that maybe today you pick up a guitar. If you happen to want to be a super successful author, I suggest you write. If you want to be a successful salesman, I suggest you sell. We spend so much more time fertilizing and growing our doubts than we do anything else. But I want to come back to today. This is actually another quote by Jeffrey R. Holland that says, God is eagerly waiting for the chance to answer your prayers and fulfill your dreams, just as he always has. But he can't if you don't pray, and he can't if you don't dream. In short, he can't if you don't believe. What if you truly believe that you could have your dreams? I think little kids kind of have their dreams, and then after their dreams, after they don't get them, it's like, well, that's too late. Guys, it's never too late. You only get one life. And you can never start over. But one one of the phrases I like to say is, it's always better now than never. Because that's all you can control. That's all you can have any control over. I mean, if you think back to 10 years ago, what, would you, what do you wish you would have done different in your life? What's something that you wish you started? What, what do you wish that you'd created? Like sometimes we get these blocks in our head that it's just like, well, I could never dream that big. I was told to do an exercise by one of my mentors, Richard Paul Evans. And he basically said to go to God and just talk to him. You know, and ask him about, you know, the gifts that you have and ask him about the awesome things that you're kind of meant to do. And then he actually told us to ask for a vision. Or ask to see ourselves like, I, I can't remember exactly, but in my own case, like, I had this beautiful experience where I saw myself where God really saw me and where he wanted me to be. You know, and to be honest, sometimes it's so hard to see ourselves in that way. Maybe it's not hard. Maybe it's just... We've, we've thought of ourselves in such a different way for so long. There's a great scripture in Proverbs that says, A man's gift maketh room for him, and putteth him before great men. Each of you have so many amazing gifts that you've been given. I don't know what they are. But you've all been given these wonderful gifts. 
And our gifts have been given to us to lift up and inspire other people. And sometimes we think, who am I to be able to do this great thing? Every one of us has those thoughts. I remember something that Case Kenny said when, when we were talking on an interview. You know, he said, every time that voice tells me I can't do something, he says, watch me. What if instead of listening to that crazy leprechaun thinking in your head and the voice of the adversary, that you simply said, watch me. And if you need to, and I also highly recommend, like, you can go to God in prayer. You can just tell him, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I know that this is what I really want to do, but I just don't see myself there. Please help me. I think prayer is the most underutilized gift that we have and that we experience. All it takes is asking. You know, it's amazing how help is right there. When I, in case you guys don't know Case Kenny, so Case Kenny has, he's got a following of over 300,000 on Instagram and has done very well for himself. You know, and, and there was a part of me that when I reached, when I decided that I'd love to have him on my podcast, it's like, oh, well, he's not going to answer. And it surprised me when it was like, Joseph, just ask him. And so I asked him and, and he said, yes. And he was, and he allowed me to interview him on this podcast. And it was a wonderful, cool, amazing episode that I really enjoyed. All you got to do is ask. What is the next tiniest step to get to that thing that you're thinking about putting off till tomorrow? What if that's the step that's going to take you leaps and bounds? It's like some of, some of the steps we take, it'll feel like we're walking across the United States. Other steps, it'll feel like we're, we're riding a horse across the United States. Other steps will feel like we're um, getting, in a, getting in a slow car. Other steps will feel like a fast car. And other steps will feel like a jet. You know, as a coach, what I do is I help people get the outcome they want. If they're wanting to be in a relationship, I help coach them around that. People don't pay me to spend time with me. They pay me for the outcome that I can help create in their lives. But I got to be honest, guys, the ultimate coach, in my humble opinion, is God. He's the one that we can go to at any given time because He knows all. When I'm struggling and not knowing of whether I'm going the right direction, especially because, you know, I'm guessing you guys have dealt with that too of everybody thinking they know what's best for your life. We can always go back to God. 
because he actually knows. Like I, like I mentioned, you know, hey, I'm thinking my little nephew should play the guitar. It's like, well, I think God knows better than I. There's a beautiful psalm in the movie Joseph, King of Dreams, and it's called Better Than I. And it says basically, like, God, you know better than I. It's a beautiful song if you want to look it up, like amazing song. He really does. He knows so much better than us. And when we stumble and when we freak out, we can always go to him. And he'll bring us right back to where we need to be. One day, according to my understanding, we'll meet him. Because that's just the way it works. When we die, you know, we'll, we'll be judged for everything we did and even didn't do. But he's helping us the entire way. It's like he'll tell us all the time what to do and what not to do. If we listen. If you feel that you've, you're at your, the, the end of your rope, you've run out of tomorrows, or you just really want some help. Whether you're a praying person or whether not, I don't think it terribly matters. If you're willing to just turn to a power greater than yourself. Because in the moments of my, the hardest moments of my life, that's all that's gotten me through. I talked about that in the, the episode, I think it was last week, about disappointment, grief, and loss. That's it. But you know what it also does? And there's a, there's a quote that basically says, you know, the world would take the people out of the slums, but God takes the slums out of people and they take themselves out of the slums. What does that mean? It means that he helps us become new people. He helps us become who we're meant to be. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter whether you're in the slums. It doesn't matter whether you're in mansion listening to this. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is, are you living the life that you want to today? There's nothing wrong with you know, taking a few moments to, you know, or to, you know, play games or something that you enjoy. But one thing I would, I would invite, especially if you struggle, I, I know sometimes I get on a game or something and I struggle getting off. But if you struggle with that, make sure you get your most important things done first. Like I said, if you want to write, write. What is the thing that has come up for you in this conversation? What is the thing that, that the tiny step that you could take that will get you to the next step of where you want to go? And then I invite you to do it. Because guys, really one day we will run out of tomorrows. 
And if you want to, also you could imagine, what is it that you really want people to say at your funeral? What impact you want to have made in each of their lives? And then just take the next step that occurs. Stop trying to figure it out. The next step often is right there staring us in the face, but we have blinders on. Or maybe it's just to our side. You know, we've got blinders on and all of a sudden we look to the left and it's like, that's the step. And allow yourself to just, especially when you're super in your head, not a good time to make big decisions. Just trust yourself. And think about what is the one thing that you would really, really love to do more than anything in this world? And then go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time. I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the it's possible guy and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.